You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode 140. To be successful, we all need a coach, someone who can give you the solutions and keep you accountable on your health journey. With this in mind, I created a mastermind group. You get access to my 15 years of experience and the ability to interact with me on a weekly basis. You can learn more about it at www.ericwsue.com forward slash mastermind. Check it out today. Are you a first-time listener? Hey, welcome. My team and I hope you enjoy this episode. If you are a long-time listener, we thank you for your continued support. Do us a favor and share this podcast with all your friends because they deserve this amazing content as well. Okay, now on to the good stuff you all have been waiting for. Health tips, wellness advice. No hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a cool, outgoing yoga instructor with us today. Her name is Sasha Kaplan. We will be talking about reasons yoga is for everyone and how to get started. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Sasha. Sasha, are you ready to make it happen? Absolutely, Eric. Sasha currently is at her dream job in marketing at Lyft Corporate in Chicago. She has been teaching yoga for nine months. Sasha teaches at Core Power Yoga in Oak Park and Ahimsa Yoga in Oak Park and Berwyn. As a goal-oriented person, Sasha turned to yoga to de-stress and have something exciting to look forward to. She teaches six classes a week and loves every moment of it. Sasha, that was just a little bit about who you are. Can you share with our audience a little bit more on how you got started? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Thank you so much again, Eric. I really do appreciate the opportunity, of course, for to be on the show. Um, Yeah, I mean, tell you a little about how I got started, where my yoga journey began. Um, I would start by saying I was not a yogi before being a yoga teacher. I think a lot of people always think that when you want to be a yoga teacher, you have to be this amazing professional yogi first and do yoga for several years, which definitely was not the case for me. Um, I actually started yoga or doing yoga weekly, literally when I started my teacher training process. Um, I started it back in October of last year, actually, so a year ago today. Um, I wanted to just give myself a goal. I'm very goal-oriented. I need something to focus on and work towards. So by having something to do after work and before work and get my mind off of the craziness of life, um, it was a great way for me to get started and just really dive deep into something I was passionate about. Super, super. I just have uh, one extra fun question for you before we dive into our topic today. Uh, And that question, my audience really loves to hear the answer to, and that's what's one cool or unique fact about yourself? Ooh, a cool or unique fact about myself. Um, Hmm. Let's see. I do sign language. I like to sign. That is interesting. I um, can I say something about that? I <laughs> I had a um, unique yeah. experience uh, several years ago where I had to teach a seniors class, 
and there were two seniors in the group that were hearing impaired. And I had to quickly adjust and learn how to um, sign with them to make sure that they understood what I wanted and that they got what they wanted. So that was pretty interesting. And how often do you do sign or do you do it because you like it? Um, I don't do it as often as I'd like. Um, I I love meeting other people that are deaf that I can you know communicate with. To, I mean, I'm not 100% fluent, but I can hold a conversation, and I think I'm pretty decent at it. Um, but I, I'm trying to get involved more this year. So my work-life schedule right now is kind of crazy, but it's definitely on my horizon of things I want to focus on in the future. Excellent. Very good. I, I hear people want to learn Spanish or you know, Japanese or whatever, and, and, and you're learning sign language. That's, that's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, thanks. Um, so that's really good, and, you know, your, your passion's all about uh, health and wellness with yoga, and, um, you know, we, we talked a little bit, and we said that, you know, th- there's a reason for yoga for everyone, and can you help me understand why you believe that? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, I think that is one million thousand percent true. <laughs> yoga is absolutely for everyone. You don't need to be flexible or tall or thin or have a background in it. Anyone, anybody can do yoga. Um, main reason I always believe that is, like I already said, you know, I was not a yogi before I started teaching. And, um, and being able to, you know, jump into something with a ton of experience in it, uh, I think was really great for me. Was, I was able to move through the process and learn about my body and learn about you know how yoga works for me and how yoga works differently for everyone. Um, the biggest misconception you'll hear is you have to be flexible to do yoga. And any time someone says that, I say that's totally not true. You, I mean, I have students in my classes now that can you know barely touch their toes alone their knees. Um, and I think it's true. You know. It, as long as you can go into a room and close your eyes and just be and, you know, turn inward, then you can do yoga. I have to ask you real quick, in your um, knowledge base here, the many reasons or the many benefits from uh, yoga would include what? Just off the top of your head. Um, that's a really great question. I think just some peace with yourself. Uh, I think it is reducing anxiety, reducing your stress levels, uh, allowing yourself to just be and you know, take in the positive energy around you. Um, I mean, the list really really goes on and on. It's different for every posture that you do. And I'm, I'm curious to know here, with your experience, Sasha, are, there's so many different styles of yoga as well. Can you go into a few and, and explain the differences and, and maybe one of them will, will resonate with someone? Yeah, so there are so many different classes out there. Um, the three classes that I teach that I'm most familiar with are restorative yoga, uh, vinyasa, and then hot power fusion or hot yoga. Um, I mainly teach hot yoga. I teach hot yoga four times a week. Basically, hot yoga is where the room is at about 100 degrees with 40% humidity. Um, personally, I like the benefits of hot yoga because you're able to go deeper into the postures. It really detoxes your body. 
And obviously, as long as you're drinking enough water throughout the class and thereafter, um, it's a great way to just have um, clear your head, detox, and get into uh, deeper into each posture. Um, my other favorite type is restorative yoga. I think restorative yoga is a very mindful process. Um, when I actually first started teaching yoga, I had only taken maybe one or two restorative yoga classes, and I hated them. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so boring. It's so slow. Like, what is the point of this? Uh, and then I realized, like, after you continue to take it, it's definitely a different process in your body. Hot yoga is a detox. It's an immediate feeling of you feel refreshed, you feel better. Um, restorative yoga is the complete opposite. It is a slower feeling where you restore your body, and over time, you feel better. So a lot of times, if you take a restorative yoga class at night, then the next morning, you'll wake up feeling amazing. You'll feel so much more refreshed and more open with a clear mind. And I love that. I love that feeling of the more you do it, the better that you'll feel. Um, and I really think that that goes with all types of yoga, but especially for restorative yoga, because it's more spiritual and more relaxing and more mindful, um, you're re really able to under deeper levels in your practice. Um, I also teach vinyasa. So vinyasa basically means to flow. It's being able to move from one posture to the next in a very flowing and liquid formation. Um, I love that. I think, you know, yoga is a beautiful posture or a beautiful practice, almost like a dance. And especially when you're in vinyasa, you're able, really able to move your body in a rhythmic movement almost. And so, so real quick here, um, is there a particular type of person for each one, because there are certain people who don't like heat, for example, and so maybe the hot yoga isn't for them, right? Can, can you go into the type yeah. of people? Yeah, I would say every person is going to, you know, be able to figure out what they like best. For me, I love hot yoga. That's my damn, that's my favorite type of yoga. I think that you really need to figure out, you know, what it is that works for you and take every class at least two or three times. If you don't give yourself the opportunity like I gave myself when I did my first restorative class and I hated it. And I was like, this is awful and boring. And then I took it two more times and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I love it. I can definitely understand the benefits. Um, so I would say in reality, no, there's no perfect type of person for each type of yoga, but there is a type of yoga for each type of person. And I mean that by saying that anyone can do any type of yoga. But the more that you do it, the more that you'll figure out what works for you and what works for your body. And you'll learn maybe hot yoga isn't for you because you don't like the heat, but maybe you love that vinyasa flow and you love the rhythmic movement. Right, right. That's a good point. Um, I've done hot yoga myself, uh, I think once or twice. I forget how many. Um, very unique and different for sure compared to um, vinyasa. And... Um, even hatha, is, isn't that similar? Vinyasa and hatha, they're pretty similar, right? Yeah, so the difference of vinyasa and hatha is hatha is more of a slow, steady practice where you are using a lot of muscle and a lot of strength, but you're holding your postures a lot longer. So it's very focused on alignment and your body and, and how it feels and creating the right alignment for each posture. And, and so... Um, that's a great um, description of each one because, like, 
when when uh, people look them up or go to core power for example it, it's very important to know the differences isn't that right yeah i think it's a good idea to know what you're getting into before you take class uh always the teacher should ask have you done this class before um of course if you haven't done the class before i always suggest chatting with the teacher just making sure that you know what to do with your body in the instance that you ever feel lightheaded or um, start to feel sore and what posture to go into to create a safe environment for your body. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's probably a few people who are listening to this and they're wondering to themselves, how do I prepare? How do I get started? What would you, what would you suggest they do? Would they just go online and, and YouTube a few videos about each type of class? Cause Format wise, I'm sh pretty sure that it's kind of different everywhere you everywhere anyone goes. Is that is that how that works? Yeah, I think the number one best way to get started is go to class. Go to any class that you can. If you've never done yoga before, obviously try to make it a beginner class. But I think the best way to do yoga is to just show up and learn. Would you recommend anyone to just? Um, I don't know, do the online first just to experiment or no? Yeah, I mean, I think it can never hurt. I think the online programs are amazing. If you just want to be able to get moving and get your body in a position where you can learn the postures and you can have a basic idea of what you're doing, I think it's a great way to get an idea of how yoga feels in your body and what you like about it. Um, for me, it's very community-focused. I love the community that yoga offers. I love the group classes, the friends that I make, the other teachers I get to hang out with. And um, for me, I just, when I was, before I started teaching yoga, uh, I was actually in a program where I was cleaning for a, the yoga sphere for core power for three hours a week in exchange to get free yoga. And um, I had so many other obligations and was so busy in life that for four months I cleaned and actually never went to yoga. I never made that commitment to myself. So finally, I just gave myself that ultimatum, and I just said, I'm either going to not do any of this, not clean, and not get free yoga, or I'm going to teach and learn to teach and learn to do yoga and do yoga. And so for me, just getting up and going to class and just committing myself was the best way to get started. Um, personally, I, I do best when I'm with other people, and I mm. feel more motivated, and I recommend that that's a great way for other people to do find that motivation for themselves. Yeah, I was going to say that that um, those who don't go to class or have an actual hands-on instructor may lose out on form and, and techniques um, from not attending. Yeah. Is, that, is that the other side of the coin? Absolutely. I think when you're new to yoga, understanding what the correct form looks like, sometimes if you don't have access to you know full body mirror, lengthwise and vertical, um, if you don't have someone to show you, you know, lift your hip up toward the ceiling or, you know, open your heart up toward the sky, um, having those cues and being able to see what resonates with you and how you can understand it and interpret it is really helpful. And the hands-on assist is the best way to really be able to feel what is the correct motion for your body to make. Absolutely. And I'm wondering, Sasha, could you share with our audience um, maybe one or two um, success stories from, from your clients perhaps and, and what they went through and perhaps whatever you share uh, can resonate with some, some people who are listening to make them say, hey, you know, I, I should really check this out now. 
I believe what Sasha is saying and I'll go check her out. Uh, is there maybe one or two that you could share with us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of my favorite stories actually is I have a student that comes to almost all of my 6 a.m. classes. Every Tuesday morning, I get to see her smiling as she walks in, smiling as she walks out. And I knew going in, I mean, she's done yoga way longer than me. Um, she loves yoga. She loves what it gives her. And she's able to go about her day, you know, feeling much more happier and more open with yoga. Um, I started asking her, you know, hey, you know, have you ever thought about teaching yoga? You're here so much. You're so great at it. You know, is it something that you want to do? And she was like, you know, I don't know. I don't think I have the time for it. I'm not ready to commit. And, you know, after chatting with her and, and we went out for coffee a couple times, um, she was like, you know, you're right. Maybe this is something I should just do. I should just sign up for and commit myself to. And, um, and she did. And so now she's going through the teacher training process and, you know, I'm able to help her and, you know, be her body. She, she can practice on me and, and, uh, practice her cues and watching her grow just from being a student to, you know, having this voice, this teacher voice has been absolutely amazing. Excellent story. Excellent story. Was, would there be one more that you wanted to share real quick? Yeah. Um, actually, at Ahimsa, that, that student is a student of core power. Um, and at Ahimsa, I actually had a student who, he started coming to me um, during my restorative classes because he had a lot of back pain. And he had a really, really hard time moving his back or even, like, touching his toes or really even his knees. And he started coming to my restorative classes, and same thing, almost every week I would see him. And I would ask him, you know, every week, like, how are you feeling? How's your back? You know, are you able to continue practicing? And he told me that by doing the restorative classes, which are much easier in her bo his body, he's been able to move more and do more classes and more opportunities because he does feel better, and he's able to open up his body and, you know, really turn inward during those classes and, um go about his day and his night, and then take harder classes that he can actually move his life deeper because he was able to take those sort of classes first. Excellent story. Well, I hear a lot of people who go through this journey with yoga and do, um, and they get these huge benefits of back relief or any pain relief and so forth. Is that one big one, a big, big reason uh, besides the uh, mindfulness and the relaxation part of yoga would that would that be it yeah absolutely i think it's definitely a huge portion a lot of people turn to yoga because they're in pain or their doctors will say hey you should go to yoga to even out the side of your body or to open up your body or to stretch out your muscles and i do think that it's a huge portion i think that the mindfulness and the postures themselves are just as important, but absolutely, I have so many students that will come because they're in pain and they're trying to make their bodies feel better. Right, right, and and uh, someone told me once that um, uh, it's it's going a little bit. Uh, uh, you're doing things backwards if you have pain and then you do yoga because yoga actually prevents pain as well, right? Yeah, it definitely does. The more the more that you do yoga, the better you'll feel. And I think that those effects are long-lasting. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, 
So when, when you when you teach people and um, is there anything that you could share with our audience that they could do sim- some simple things they could do? I think a great way to just get started is, you know, do your research, find a studio that you like and find a class that you want to try. And, you know, maybe try a couple of pastors, know that what the pastors look like, what they mean, and then just show up for class and bring a water bottle and a towel and you'll be good to go. Very good. Excellent advice. Um, when, when people visit you, what could they expect? If they were to visit you, what could they expect? In a yoga class? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think kind of like the scenario of a standard yoga class is you go to class, you leave the phone in the car or leave your phone with your bag or with your shoes. Be able to go into class, be mindful on your mat, turn inward and close your eyes. And if the teacher comes into the room, myself, I always start off class with an intention. I provide an intention that resonates with me, maybe something that's going on in my life or one of my favorite quotes or something I want my students to focus on. Uh, a lot of times I just talk about my life. I talk about what I'm going through, something I've recently learned and something that they can take with them through their class and through the rest of their week. And of course, after I give out my intention, I turn on the music and I just let class go. Very good. I like the intention part. And and for the most part, I think the intention really sets the mood and then everyone's uh, ready to go. Is, is that the purpose behind that? Absolutely. I think with anything you do in life, you should always have an intention behind it. And in yoga, it's no different. When I start my class, I give an intention. It might just be as simple as be kind today. Find three people to be extra kind to. Or maybe it'll be as deep as something that happened to me at work and what I learned from it and how they can take that same learning lesson and apply it to their lives. Excellent. Very good. Um, Before we let you go, we're getting pretty close to the end here. Sasha, you've been great. Um, I was just curious to know from your viewpoint, because many yoga instructors have uh, different um, uh, thoughts on this, but uh, I'm curious to know what are the the myths that, that are out there and, um, for example, you had said earlier, you have to be flexible to do yoga, huge myth. Um, what other things have you heard so that people can just overcome this, maybe hesitation? I think the biggest one is I've never done yoga before, so I can't do yoga. And, of course, the one is I'm not flexible enough. Or I guess really those two are the biggest ones and or I'm not thin enough you know that's a huge one people feel like they're not fit enough or 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 anything along those lines and I just tell people that literally the truest fact is that yoga is for everybody every person every body type no matter what you can do it I tell my students all the time if you're not feeling it today and you just want to lay in shavasana on your mat the whole time you can do it that's yoga I think yoga is more of a mindset than a specific process or practice. And being able to just allow yourself to get in that mindset, I think if you can do that, then you can do yoga. Hmm. Um, Aren't there a lot of people who are restless sometimes 
and maybe that's an issue they can't sit still or or focus and things like that isn't that another great reason to take on yoga isn't it absolutely i mean if you feel like you're always resting you're always always moving um that is totally me i mean ask anyone that knows me and they'll say I can go, you know, I can wake up at 5 a.m. and go until 10 p.m. I'm always moving. I'm always doing something. And I think that makes me the perfect person for yoga because it gives me that hour of time to just be and to just get in my head and do my thing and focus on being on my mat. And I love that. And I think that's a great way for other people that are the same way to do the same thing. Yeah. You know, recently I, um, was wor- I, I work with overweight kids uh, in a great program um, in the suburbs, and um, I did a mindful minute with um, some of the kids. Um, believe it or not, they all loved it, and they ask for it now. It's pretty interesting. Have you have you ever had that experience? Like a like a mindful minute type of experience? Yeah. I've never personally done that, um, but. I think it's really important. I mean, I guess I've done it in the way where sometimes I'll be at work and I'll be working really hard and I'll be getting some emails done and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know, I just need to take some time and I'll just take a walk or clear my head. This weekend I was working a lot and I had to work on Saturday and I worked until about 11 a.m. and at 11 a.m. I said, you know what? That's it. I need time to myself. And I did. I gave myself 30 minutes to do something that I wanted to do and that was my way to kind of just turn off my brain and say, give myself a mental break, take some time to just be and to relax and focus on my life and my mind. And I do think that's really important and really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really interesting when the kids did it the first time, I'd ask them whether or not they thought that was hard to do, just to sit there in stillness sit there uh, with quietness and just sit there and um, a small handful of kids really enjoyed it and a small uh, when when we did it the first time and a small handful um, said it was a little hard but but at the same time they didn't say that they didn't ever want to do to do it again so so that was pretty interesting from a kid's perspective yeah absolutely I think that you know like like anything in life Nothing is easy the first time, right? You have to learn the process. You have to learn, you know, what it takes. And I think a mindful minute is just the same thing. The first time it might it might be different. And then the more you do it, the more you see the benefits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this has been great, Sasha. I wanted to make sure that uh, you were able to let people know how they can get a hold of you. So this is your opportunity. So how do people get a hold of you? Absolutely. I'm... Always feel free to email me, ask me questions, and come to my classes. I'd love to meet everyone and be able to share with them, um, you know, what yoga means to them and what yoga means to me. My email is Sasha, S-A-S-H-A, dot N, dot Kaplan, K-A-P-L-A-N, at gmail.com. And my class schedule is Tuesday and Thursdays at 6 a.m. at Core Power in Oak Park as well as Tuesday and Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. at Core Power in Oak Park and Friday mornings at 6 a.m. at Ahimsa in Oak Park. Very good. We'll make sure we have all those uh, times 
uh, in our show notes. And before I let you go, I had mentioned to or announced you as a marketing person over at Lyft, and I believe you have something to offer everyone. Isn't that true? Yeah, absolutely. Anyone that's never taken a Lyft before or hasn't heard of it, definitely download Lyft. And if you enter the code in that is healthy living, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-L-I-V-I-N-G, that will give you $50 of new user credit, $5 off your next 10 rides. Very good. Excellent. And uh, I really appreciate that and helping our um, Chicagoland. Is it for Chicagoland or anyone who listens to this? Because this is nationwide. Anyone who listens to this nationwide, if Lyft is in your city, that code will work. Awesome. Very good. Um, and so go ahead and use that. Um, Lyft is uh, a very good service, and I highly recommend it to get around um, in your area. So appreciate that, Sasha. Um, it's been great. It's been uh, a fast 30, and I really am sure that the people who listen to this will get a lot of um, ideas as well as probably check you out because you've been so great. So I appreciate that. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity, Eric. I really appreciate being able to talk about my love for yoga, and I hope to see everyone in class. Very good. Excellent. I will let you go, and have a great day. Alrighty. Thanks, Eric. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show in Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.